0: hello everyone thank you so much for deciding to tune in to let's talk about a girl podcast today today i am here with my girl brie as well as the wonderful one we would like to welcome one to our podcast as a special guest to talk on the subject of polygamy are y'all ready
1: yes thank y'all for having me
2: thank you for tuning in with us and just being here
1: yeah i really appreciate it when i heard about y'all podcast and just got the invitation from uh Kiara you know I just was honored for y'all to have me on here and everything that's my first time really being on a podcast so I'm I'm happy to be here with you ladies well let's make
0: magic (laughs) let's do it let's do it so Bree do you want to remind our listeners what me and your view was on um the entire subject about polygamy okay
2: so we did, we started this episode specifically to discuss the issue with polygamy, but um, in our introduction, we started off seeing um, our views on it. So we told y'all in part two that we would want to hear from others who have experienced a um, polygamous relationship or who just have the views. And so that's why we brought in one and to get his views. So in episode one, we asked. What's the benefits of being in a polygamous relationship? Could you help us with that one?
1: Yeah, certainly. So um, you know, I know a lot of people have different different views and different like stigmas on, you know, being polygamous and I think a lot of what people get confused like people get confused between like being in an open relationship and also being polygamous. So I just want to break that down because I did some research on both of those. So being in an open relationship is different from being polygamous in that being in an open relationship is where two people are basically together and in a committed relationship, but that they step outside of the relationship to have other sexual experiences with other people while still, you know, being there for each other at the, at the end of the day. Um, Whereas with polygamy, polygamy is where multiple people are in relationships with each other. So if it's three people, those three people are all in a relationship, you know, together. And that looks different for everyone. And then, so you asked about the benefits Um, in my perspective. And just like, you know, from my research, I think there are benefits of being in a polygamous relationship, whereas, you know, say you have um, two people that are together who decide to be monogamous and that works for them. With being in a polygamous relationship, a benefit could be that, um, depending if it's it's a man with multiple wives or if it's a woman with multiple husbands, either way, you know, those people that's a multiple income household they have children um, that's you know child care for the kids that's extra uh, income for the kids that's that's another set of, of of teaching another set of instruction so I think it has like many benefits that people are uh, are willing to admit or just have wi- are, or have seen in their own experience and it's reduced to just it being a sexual thing. And I think that's like part of just like the programming we've received. Just as like you know, like um, people growing up in America like were overly sexualized a lot as it is, and so you know we hear people who are in relationships with with multiple partners at one time, and so our mind just naturally goes to, oh, it must just be about sex. When you know it's more than about sex. There is you know multiple people you know nurturing each other and like growing families and. And and you know like populating and, and bringing in like new souls and like new information into this world, and I think that can be a really dope thing. It's not for everybody, but you know it's it, it can be it can definitely be an experience.
2: Okay, see when you were saying about the the sexual part, see that's how I, I looked at it, I viewed it. So to hear that side, you're basically saying the benefits are more wealth. And basically um, when you say instruction, you're saying like a, a parent two two moms can give them better instruction. Like, can you explain that part to me?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm saying instruction as whether it would be like, you know, child rearing, just raising a child, you know, um, let's, let's look at it for a, a man who has multiple wives, say, say one wife is you know emotionally attached to the children that's a more nurturing mother but every child might might, may not need i mean everyone every child needs to be nurtured of course but but you need more than
2: just a nurturer i get
1: you yes a child may respond better to having a a mother who's more detached and lets that child figure out things for themselves or you know it's just different things that people bring to a relationship and I also mean instruction as far as, you know, some people um want their children to be to be homeschooled and not go to, you know, regular public school or pay for oh, private okay, school. Got you, got so, it. you know, with that mother being there, the mother is the first teacher. Being in the womb, your mom is your first teacher with, you know, taking in her information and in, in, in her DNA and everything like that. And so I think that, you know, having multiple mothers in the home you know, that can lead to, that can lead to gardening, that can lead to, um, you know, where there's things like sewing or, or whatever it is, like, women are not limited to just, like, domesticated tasks, like, it's some women that work on cars that could pass that down, you know, to and, her children, so. And also, I take
2: from, yeah. like, while, wow, like, um some of the women can go to work and some can stay home with the kids therefore you don't have to worry about so i see what you're saying about that because that could be a great benefit because you know especially during covid right now Mm. a lot of people don't want their kids going anywhere so by having multiple wives you could you know one stay home with the the kids and the other one can still do their job so i guess that's a good way because like that's like I said before, I only looked at it the sec- at a sexual view. Mm-hmm. But since you just named these things, it kinda opened my eyes because like, okay, more income. Um, we I think we mentioned more income on the last one, but I just said right. that wasn't for me. But when you just said the part about somebody to always be at home with the kids <laughs> and basically I'm not a sower, but Kiara could be a sower and she brings that and I could bring maybe, you know, whatever else I got. But I get what you're saying. I,
1: okay, I hear that. Yeah, you know, and it's it's not a way to say that it's for it's for everybody, but I think that we at least have to have an open mind to be able yeah, to experience most, yeah. different different types of relationships. You know,
2: I don't think I would um, per se experience it because I just like I don't want that for myself or my future. Mm-hmm. But that does open my mind to if I see a polygamous relationship uh, you know couples that are in a polygamous relationship it'll make me you know respect them more not saying I didn't respect them before I just looked at them like oh y'all just doing it for sex but now that I know those views I'm like okay they are actually like a village
1: yeah exactly it is and it really does take you know a village to, to to you know raise a child that's just that's just a you know old proverb so yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it's definitely like benefits related to that. It's just about knowing yourself and also just knowing the people that, you know, you're getting involved with, whether that would be a monogamous or a polygamous relationship. Because if we're being honest, there are a lot of people who are in monogamous relationships, but, you know, they're, you know, stepping outside of that relationship and it, right. might you know, as well be the looked polygamy. at as, exactly
2: that's something definitely to look about um think about but okay so another question we had since we're on benefits who do you think actually benefits because i know um in the last podcast we said that the male benefits from a polygamous relationship but being with all the views you just gave us and the different reasons why people jump in polygamous relationship could you tell us or explain who benefits and if you think all parties benefits in that can you explain why or
1: how you think they benefit? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good question, actually. Um, again, like just, it's about knowing yourself and knowing uh, your partners um, when you're in a polygamous relationship or any relationship. So I think it would be ideally it would be a situation where where everyone wins and where everyone wins. Excuse me. Uh, so with that being said, you know. Um, it will benefit the man because he has, let's say, he wants to have a big family and he wants to have multiple children and, and build his his legacy and his lineage. With him having multiple wives, he has many women to impregnate at one time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, each of he could have four four wives and and, and have four babies all around the same time or a very close in proximity to each other. You know, for him to continue the lineage, continue, you know, building building the woman, continue building himself. Um, and the woman would benefit because now, you know, she has a tribe also to grow. She and or say it's a, a woman who, who couldn't have babies who's in a polygamous relationship. Well now she has children. Oh, whether, okay, it's, okay. It, whether it's whether of, it's of her own or whether it's, you know, just, just by kin by by acknowledging the fact like, okay, I'm in I'm in a tribe, I'm in a family where you know there are multiple babies around, and although I couldn't produce my own, you know I'm still a mother, and this child is still going to see and respect me as a mother. So you know it, it's a lot of different ways it could go.
2: Okay, I, I I like the fact that you said the mom who couldn't conceive now she has kids of her own because you know in the polygamous relationship I guess they everybody look at the kids as everybody kids everybody. So I um I, I know you're not in one, but do you think, well, when you did your research, do you think, like, does every mom get to discipline every child? Is it like my child or our child? How is that looked at?
1: Now, it can get really, I didn't come across that in my research, but just from speculation. Um, and again, like, you have to know yourself. And I think going into a polygamous relationship, you have to be really selfless. And not mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and not so individualized because it's not just about you and like or what one person would do for themselves or for mm-hmm. you know the child it's you know everybody has to pretty much come to some kind of common ground, yeah, so with that being said, you know if it, it it's it's just like you know. When we get around families, um, I can't really speak for anybody others experience, but I'm gonna say the black family, you know, when we go around aunties, uncles and cousins, even if you ain't been around them in ten, fifteen years, but it's like, you know, you hop right in line with everybody else. You know, if if I tell you to do something that's for your greater good, you know, it's expected that the child listen, regardless if they if that's the mama, if that if that's the grandma, if that's the auntie, uncle, you know, older oh, cousin, brother or whatever. Yeah. So I think it you know, should be the same respect, hold the same weight, whether it's in a polygamous relationship. And it's, um, it could be another wives like, you know, maternal child. But if another mom says like, hey, I need you to wash the dishes. Like, you know, I don't care if I pushed you out or not. It's dishes that need to be washed. And, you know, that's what I need you to do. So just do it.
2: Yeah. I just think that get a little messy. But like you said, <laughs> if you go in that relationship selfless as, Ours is ours, then maybe those kind of issues doesn't come don't wouldn't come across. But I just wonder if any of those those situations have because you know how women can be sometimes we can be a little we can be yeah. a little catty. Yeah. So I was just that's probably like a lot on that one man in one house. Well, he asked yeah. for it.
0: So.
2: Cause I know on the um I know we mentioned last time that the show sister Wives, he had each one of them living in a different house. He knew he couldn't put keep oh several women in the same house just mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of how women are so each one of yeah. them was living in the same house i mean different house but in the same community so i just wonder like you know with women being just how we are is that does that ever become an issue because i i know you said that you go in there with a simplest mindset but i just know sometime a woman he i don't know maybe he showed one more love to one and that just does something to him
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Brie, you got to think about it like they just have to have a mature mindset. Um, But I know they had to work up to that because I I can believe it how like if first started off, how they were probably thinking one woman got more attention than the rest of them did. So I honestly believe they had to work up to, you know, obtaining a mature mindset to not think like that. Yeah, that comes with being selfless,
1: I guess. Yeah. I could see that as well. You know, um I don't really think it's a you know, this person gets more love than me or whatever. I think that kind of like distorts like the the like significance or the effectiveness of being pol- uh, of a polygamous relationship, mm-hmm. but I think even within a polygamous relationships, everyone you know, it's all love at the end of the day, but the same love one woman gets isn't going to be the same love the next woman gets because although they're all, you know, and in, in each a relationship is together, right. yeah. you you still have you know. Well, I connect with you because I value your mind and we have deep intellectual combos. I vibe with you because you're creative and we could talk about art and music and you know. So it's it's different forms of attraction even within. Yeah. You know, oh, one okay. large relationship. Yeah. You know, that's opened oh, that my eyes because
2: <laughs> now. So basically, you're saying that he could use not use the word. I guess I'm using the word wrong. He could go to one for like he's attracted to them sexually. One, I I chose you because you're a good nurturer. The other one, you a great go getter. You like you about your business. You can bring the money in. So okay, that's different ways to look at it. So if you basically you play your part
1: yeah yeah and, and and sometimes those roles have to change we're we're all human we have to be you know adaptable and everything like that and that's another benefit of being a polygamous relationship if if the child if the child watcher you know can't cover the kids this week well you know mom who go to work you know i could take off real quick and you know you know they all they all make it work together yeah you definitely got
2: to be open in that kind of relationship like Mm-hmm. Can't be afraid to change
1: because I know things are constantly changing for them. Yeah, I did want to um, piggyback off of what y'all was saying as far as like the show Sister Wives and how the the, the guy had his wives living in separate arrangements. I definitely think that, you know, it looks different for everyone. Some people live on like big concubines or like big compounds and they all live together under one roof. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with how... I think it all comes down to like energy in some ways. Like feminine energy is very like, you know, like curvy. It's creative. It's um, it's boundless. It doesn't like to be like kept down or um, or suppressed. So with that being said, you know, I can I can see why the why in some polygamous relationship with with multiple wives, um, those women would have to have separate living arrangements. It's almost like when a when a daughter gets to be a certain age and she starts butting heads with, with her mom, it's because, like, both of those women, like, you know, they want things to be, like, a certain way, you know, and, and create yeah. a certain way, because feminine energy is creative, so it's like, you know, this is how my house is gonna be, I don't know how the other wife house is gonna be, but, you know, this is how we do things in wife A house, you know, so, I could, I could see that.
2: So, do you think, like, the rules apply for all houses, though?
1: Um, as, can I get a little bit more context for that like as far as like you know the person setting like boundaries or like as far as like house rules or yeah like you know work. how
2: you just uh, you just said like I know as for my house this goes but you know in a polygamous, polygamous relationship it doesn't really seem like it could be about my 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 or me 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 so do you mm-hmm. think the man sets the tone for how everything's gonna go
1: I don't think that. I think women definitely should be setting the tone, and you know, do set the tone. Um, and again, it it can be like a, a, a equality kind of thing where like both parties like you know discuss that. But you know, if if it's a woman like you know living there, that's that's her household. Um, I think more or less she's going to set the tone for how. Her establishment is run. And, of course, you know, make, you know, the otherwise they come over or their kids or or whatever, of course, make them comfortable and accommodating. But, you know, there can also be like, you know, boundaries, maybe like one wife is like, you know, I know y'all wear shoes around y'all house, but I will I would prefer if y'all take y'all shoes off when y'all come to my house because, you know, I mop every day and i want y'all footmarks or you know or something like that so i I think it's still some level it can be some level of boundaries because again we all people and we have boundaries um yeah so yeah okay so i mean you
2: okay now this question is about the kids do you you don't think that's confusing or you because i know we had said it was kind of confusing for the kids because like who would they call mom or could you enlighten us on that area
1: yeah, um, now I and again, this is just like speculation. I haven't met anyone in a like, you know, in a in a polygamous type relationship. I've met a lot of people who've been in like open relationships and, and things of that nature, but um as far as like the children are concerned, I don't think that it would be a confusing situation for them. So long as that they are educated throughout the process, you know, um, so many times like growing up and in, in my family or just like in in any family, I'm sure maybe y'all can relate to this as well. It's like the code of, um, Oh, we'll tell you about that when you're older or you don't need to worry about that that's grown folks business or whatever but yeah. you know like yeah. if children if, if children are asking questions and especially if children are involved i think you said this on the last episode where children do you know what they see and not mm-hmm. as they're told so i feel like as long as the child is like educated throughout the process like you know know this is not the mom who who may have birthed you but this is still a mother it's just like having like a godmother or or women or or father uh different father figures in our lives like i have many people in my life that i call that i call mom like my friends moms i call them moms. no they're not you know nobody's in a polygamous relationship in that setting but that's still a mom to me like you know you're a mother at the end of the day or even if it's if it's not you know someone who has a child like you're still you know You can still be a a mother figure to someone, so I don't think it will be confusing so long as the child is, you know, educated and just, you know, like, hey, you know, this is this is your mom, you know. Okay, when you say
2: she got you. Okay, when you say educated, you're saying that the the parents that's within that polygamous relationship is just basically letting them know what they're involved in.
1: Yeah, okay. just like letting them know the, the letting them know the um the structure of their family.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> structure of the family. That's a good way.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: care. Anything else? Like, what's some other stuff that I we had mentioned on the last episode?
0: Um,
1: let me see. I had listened to it, and I know y'all was speaking about um, like pretty much like like reasons as to not like some. Women like getting, getting jealous, or even like um, the stereotypes between the two. Like as far as if, it, if it was like a a woman with with multiple husbands, and some oh, people yeah. may look yeah. at that in a different mm-hmm. way. So,
2: well, do you know anybody um, that's in a polygamous relationship that's a a wife and multiple husbands, or is that not too common?
1: Now I haven't seen that. I know you know. Anything goes down <laughs> under the sun. It ain't, it ain't nothing new under the sun. Um, so you know, I I know I don't think it's I don't think it's quite
0: heard of, mm-hmm.
1: and I think the reason for that is because you know of of the of the procreation thing, you know, because yeah. when we when we do reduce things down to sex, sex is about you know creation, and uh, so. With having, you know, that man with multiple wives, you know, he he he's feeling his job as, as a man to be the seed planter, to plant the seed within the woman that's gonna grow and you know eventually birth a baby. Versus a woman having multiple husbands, you know, her womb, as far as I know, her, a woman's womb can only occupy, you know, one man's seed at a time. Yeah, you know, so it, it's is and. and I'm just saying, in terms in terms of procreation, I can see why like one would kind of like not outweigh the other, but why one would um would be more. I, I don't even want to say productive. I guess I it's just not you know, not you know it's, it's just not something it to that we be hear a poly- poly-
2: polygamous relationship with just one woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't serve I mean, a point. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so
2: it's pointless of having I'm, like so maybe that's why it's not so common because of the benefits you named. it's no way that a one woman relationship and multiple men could could ever produce it
1: right so yeah that and that's just that's just common sense right there like that that couldn't happen if it was one woman and and multiple men um although I'm sure some women out here who you know like. Multiple men and some men who are who are okay with being in the relationship as far as that, but um, yeah, it when you put it in terms of of, of creation and, and kinship and, and family, you know, um, yeah, it really doesn't make sense for a woman to have multiple husbands. But we're not saying it doesn't happen or that it can't happen or that a woman shouldn't be be allowed to pursue that because you know we all free and we can all choose those things for ourselves, but. You know, it just doesn't... We just don't hear about it like that. Yeah,
2: because, I mean, when you name those reasons, then that made more sense. But if a woman could be in it just, you know, just to fulfill... Her, like, what if she don't want to have kids no more? What if she's not doing it for the wealth? Maybe she's just doing it for multiple partners. So...
1: That could be a thing.
2: And, but let's... Can we can we jump to open relationships? I know you had mentioned open relationships and how it is compared. But... um, Yeah. Why not just why not just do an open relationship what would be, i know you said the difference but why not just because i guess when it's in an open relationship do the partners not mix
1: um as far as like with open relationships i with that it it is it's it's a little different you know um I mean, it could be a thing where, the, where where partners intertwine and they invite people into relationships. But as far as my research goes um, with open relationships, it's normally just a thing where, you know, two people are together, but they want to experience different people sexually. But
2: well, not you know. together.
1: Not not necessarily together. Like I said, it could be a together thing, but it, it's usually where they have the understanding of, Like, you know, I'm going to let, well, depending on how it looks for the people, but, you know, how how I see it in my mind is a person being transparent with their partner and saying, hey, you know, I know you might not like to have sex on Monday and Wednesday, so that's the day I'm going to go and have sex with this other person. And Tuesday and Thursday can be our days where we have sex because I know you just don't like to do it On Monday and Wednesday, so you know it it will look it'll look different for for everyone. But normally, you know, it is people exploring sexual partners without their partner. But you know, some people like to invite other people in and 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 share that with their partner.
0: I just don't agree with that. I I'm sorry, but I just can't get down with open relationships.
2: I just want to know what's the point of them because.
0: (laughs) Right. You
2: could have just stayed. I guess I'm. I'm seeing that you could have just stayed single and did all that. I mean, they're doing uh-huh. it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was just trying to see that, like, an open relationship. Why not? Instead of getting married, why not just keep that open relationship? But you saying open relationships is literally just sex.
1: Yeah, and and it can be reduced to just sex, but you know it. Again, it everybody's different, you know. Some people may want to, you know, connect with another person. I don't. I, and see, it's 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 like a slippery slope. Like it's real easy to get to have like the lines crossed in an open relationship mm-hmm. if there aren't boundaries already set in place. Because some open relationships, I'm sure, is like you know, it's it's strictly just a sex thing. And if anyone tries to infiltrate, you know, into their main relationship, you know that that other person could be cut off. So, well, let's
2: take, yeah, well, let's yeah. take Will and Jada. I was just about to say that, girl.
1: Entanglement—that's
2: <laughs> the word of twenty twenty. <laughs>
1: Entanglement,
2: but okay. So they are—they are in an open relationship. They've said that before, but okay, if y'all looked at Will's face on, at the Red Talk, he, he looked hurt.
0: hurt. Yeah, he
2: looked hurt. So, I just want to know if you have agreed, and a lot of people saying that they are they were in an open relationship, but she had an affair. But how can it be an affair if you're in an open relationship? I just don't get what made him because so that's hurt. If you were... But, okay, I get that part, but if you're going to call your marriage an open relationship, then why does it... I, I don't know. Did, did he not did he get upset because she didn't
1: run it by him? I think that's where it comes down to that transparency. You know, it can still be an open relationship, but people can, you know, there can be infidelity in an open relationship. Although the relationship, yes, it is open, but that's when it comes to those boundaries and those understandings that people have. Like, you know, yes, you know, you can go do this. However, you know, everything needs to be, like, filtered through, you know, each other. It's, it's kind of like having a business partner. You know, You it's it's things in business you don't do that would, like, step on your business partner's toes, you know, without them knowing. It, it'll be like, you know, like, going into business with someone else. It'll be like, well, damn, was you going to let me know
0: We yeah, was trying to go
1: yeah. open a McDonald's and we got this perfectly good Burger King going right yeah. here? You really going to go to the competitor and not tell me? I would have wanted you to go because I might like McDonald's fries too, but you know we got a beautiful business going on right here, and you you know you stepping you 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 stepping without me, so it's just about you know transparency and letting the other person just you know know what's going on. Yeah, both. so let me
0: let go me ahead. ask both of y'all this then. And one you might have said this earlier, um, but what do you guys think would make a person or a couple want to have an open marriage or open relationship?
1: Wow. Um, now I don't. I don't think I touched on that earlier. You want to take this one first? Bri? I can't
2: because I don't really have much to say. On <laughs> I I, just, I don't. I don't really see the benefits of an open relationship because
0: Either.
2: I don't. I mean, I I can't understand it. So I let one go ahead and answer because right now I'm just not. I'm I'm on that one track mindset. So I need to hear something else because I just don't see what's the point of the open relationship if you're mm-hmm. not pleased. You should leave.
0: Oh, girl.
1: Ooh, I, now that's a word right okay. there. That's a word. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love things that wrong. I love that. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, as, as far as, like, benefits, like, why people would want to be in an open relationship, you know, the obvious reason, you know, sex, there could be a lack of sex in a relationship. One partner may not want to have sex, or the type of sex that another partner is is wanting and so it can open up the relationship in that way um there could also be you know an instance where it's a matter of like it could be like a matter of like intellectual you know intellectualism like a person may not even want sex they might just like want you know a person just to have like deep intellectual conversations with um whereas they they may not be getting that in, in, in their current relationship. Um, It could also be, like, you know, maybe a person just wants to, like, create things with, with, with another person as far as, I don't know, maybe, like, music. And I'm, I'm just really, like, speculating and, like, saying, like, you know, some of the possible reasons that I could think of. It could be, like, multiple other reasons. But, you know, maybe just... Yeah, just... I don't know. Maybe, like, open relationships are really just you know, like sexual based, but you know, I, I do think that like different people bring different things to other people's lives. So it could be, you know, anything,
2: but why can't you just open up? Like, I feel like, you know, a marriage, a relationship is all about, I mean, it's all about compromising. So if one person wasn't doing sex a lot or just not, not, doesn't like sex that much instead of reaching out, why can't they work on it together? You know, try to do what's best for their marriage.
1: And they, they they very well can. Um, when it comes to that, it comes down to like mindsets, like we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, all night, um, it comes down to mindset. So one person can be vocal about, you know, what their wants and what their desires is and where they want to, you know, take the relationship and, you know, be very open-minded and be very, you know, flexible on it. Um, the whole time the other person may still not be ready to to take things, you know, to a different level that that one person is seeking. So, and that can be for a mo- a multiple reasons. Like people at times, like when we get in relationships, we are, you know, definitely reflections of ourselves and our partners and we're attracted for a reason. But, you know, partners individually, they're still, you know, they're still human and they still go through things. So it can be a matter of like, self-worth self-love um is that person happy within themselves to be able to give that love that the person is is requesting because i'm you know i believe that if you aren't you know more or less like whole within if you don't see yourself as your own source of well-being and happiness then you're really you can't be effective in 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 forming a union with Mm. with another person Mm. you know yeah
2: okay so I feel, okay well with this you the open relationship if the other part I feel like everybody should go in saying are you willing to do an open relationship and if that person say no then they should be willing to compromise on every area like if you wasn't having sex that much then now you you sh- you should try to meet them in the middle you need to spruce up your sex game I
1: do I do agree with that um I do agree with that if a cuz it's 'cause cuz it is it's selfish you know it's like we as humans who are in monogamous relationships we tend to like want our cake and eat yes. it too so it's like well monogamy that's you know two people deciding that they are being exclusive to each other and uh, if one person is saying let's just take sex for instance and that's the most common thing if one person is saying i don't want you to have sex with someone else but in the at the same time they're not having sex with the person or, or offering them that it leaves the person who wants sex in like a miserable miserable and, and and like a you know it's some people who are willing to be patient because like i said there are reasons why people may not be able to 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 provide that sex is it, it maybe due to like a a place of like insecurity or or self worth or just being happy within. So you know, sex is powerful. So if you're not happy within yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't trying to have too much sex with you because I don't I don't, I don't want that mm-hmm. I don't want rubbing off you on you. Okay. On. Yeah, rubbing off on me. Yeah. So it's like you know, I'll be here while you work through your thing, but at the same time, you know, there should be some sort of compromise like okay well you know can I try to have sex with you can I talk about why I'm not having sex with you you know I might even be flexible on letting you go have sex with someone else because that's not what I want to do and if you know it's it's, it's about compromise
2: that's how I think everybody nowadays because right now we just got a whole bunch of people that cheat so if you would try to go into your relationship saying can we do you think you can do this, this, this and that for me? And then if they say they can, then you, the next question would be, well, can we try to seek other people for that area? And if they say no, then you, you basically had to lose, lose, and she'll walk away. Because you're not going to be happy, and I just feel like you will step out, and then at the end, at the end that person still hurts. So you might as well give them the option and ask them, if you're not willing to meet me halfway, well then, I either this, which is the open relationship or either that and i'm walking away and that's how it should be instead of we just got a whole bunch of people cheating right now and if people would just go into a relationship and tell people what it is i think it will cut down on a lot of hurt nowadays
0: Yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah i definitely i i agree with that um just really like being up front yeah. um it's it's this exercise that one of my mentors he uh he put me on to it and it's basically where a person makes it's called a skill set and skill sets you know after i say what it is it'll be apparent why why it's important in relationships to do skill sets with your partners whether you're polygamous or monogamous um but this skill set Challenges people in relationships to go over the things, and you can do this even when you get to know a person to go over the things that are what are your negotiables? What are things that you're able to be flexible on in a relationship? What are your non negotiables? What are you just not going for? No questions asked. What do you want? What are you looking for in a partner? What are you bringing to the table? What are your needs? What are what are things that, you know, you need to grow on? What are things that 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 you need to to seek for your own development? And lastly, what are the characteristics of a person, you know, that you're looking for? Are you looking for someone that's intellectual, someone that's that's down to earth? And so making those lists of things, creating those lists with people that you're getting to know or even people that you're that you've been involved with it opens up the, the floor for two people to really realistically discuss what works for them, what they see for themselves and how they can continue to cultivate and grow a healthy relationship. Or even if, if that's possible, dependent on what the two people want.
2: So is it okay, okay. for you? Um, could you drop that in the group message? All those questions you just asked, because that is something to get you thinking about yourself because you just said what is it that you want, what is it you're negotiable like you can't um you can't compromise on? 'Cause that's stuff you need to ask yourself and if you can't do it, you don't need to ask that from your partner.
0: Right.
1: That's right. Right. Yeah, I would I would definitely drop that in the in the group chat. I think okay. that's a very I I was, you know, fortunate to to be able to have that information, like getting into, you know, my um current relationship and it it just like it just really opens the floor for two people to be realistic with each other. And to see, you know, like just a little glimpse of of what could work, what would maybe won't work, or just things that that may need time to develop. Because I think anything could work. I'm you mean, know, I, just, I look at things
2: like that too.
1: Yeah, it's just about having to having being with the right person who's open minded to those things, and also being patient and knowing when to um when to get off the subject and knowing when you've done enough to. Just knowing when you've done enough and, and, and just uh, really allowing and not, not forcing anything, just letting things be genuine. This
2: just goes along like the <laughs> questions you just asked, it was just like going along with your standards list that we tend to create. Like what you're not gonna go against and what you gonna what, what you can probably go in between and do you think it's okay to like basically ask those questions like up front that you just gave us?
1: yeah that that i definitely a hundred percent that should be a part of getting to know a person prior to getting in a relationship and it should also be um a conversation that's had multiple times Mm -hmm. throughout the relationship because things change some some things that are non-negotiable when people have information and when people have, you know, a change of heart on things, it can be like a, okay, you know, I think I can, I think I can work with that. And some things that people thought they could work with before change to things that they, that they no longer accept. So, you know, it is, it's definitely a, I a hundred percent agree that that should be a thing before, during and, and after a relationship. Cause you know, some relationships don't, don't last forever. Yeah.
2: That's right. true. Well, I can't wait till you um drop those questions so I can just start like, and it also sounds like it's something to help you get to know yourself. So
0: yes, I so and that well, my bad. You
1: can go. No, ahead. go ahead. I'm no, done. go go, go ahead, Kiara. My bad. I'm just I'm just having I'm really just having fun with y'all and being able to dialogue. Like this is really good for me.
0: So um, those um questions is that like a worksheet that you
1: have? no. It, no it's it's not a worksheet necessarily I mean you know you can make that, but it um it's just a um I don't know where my mentor got it from actually i I would have to ask him but it's it's just a skill set you know, and you pretty much you can write it on a sticky note or notepad, whatever piece of paper you got in you know just just have that conversation with yourself and okay. or, or have it with your partner if you have one and you know just. Kind of, like Bree said, I think that's a that's a good thing to also get to uh, a good way to get to know yourself.
0: Okay. Definitely. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, me too.
2: I'll hold you accountable, here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Bree, do you have anything else to ask one today?
2: No, he pretty much laid it out like I got a better view of polygamous relationships. I, it's still not for me. Because I am right. that type that is selfish. <laughs> <laughs> With now knowing that you can't go into a polygamous relationship being selfish, I'm not there yet. So uh, it's not for me, but I, I'm i definitely open to it now. I see, like, it makes more sense. Like, it's not just for wealth. It's uh, all about, it's actually a village for the kids. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the kids is what matter. And so I actually... Yeah. Not saying that I, I necessarily would like to be in one. I just I see
0: oh, no, I do what
1: they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I, I share that same that same notion. Um polygamy is, is not something that's that's for myself, excuse me, this that's not for myself either. Um it's only that I'm just open minded to the point where I can I can I can I can appreciate the vision of what someone yeah, else is doing for their lives and, and what works for them and being in a place where I can say hey that's really cool you know that's not the way and, or whatever it is for whatever whatever whether it's polygamy or whatever you know that's really cool that works for you but every, again and that goes down to just just knowing yourself you have to know what works for you and. Uh, not be offended by what works for other people
2: yeah i definitely got that mindset now it's like okay some of the stuff that they're doing is cool so i i really appreciate you coming in yeah. my eyes mm-hmm. more on that topic
1: thank y'all for having me i really appreciate it. i hope i get to come back and you know, talk oh, to, y'all, sure. to the people i had a lot of fun here with y'all tonight oh, so definitely. yeah just Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I really appreciate, it and I'm humble and honored just for y'all having me on, on on y'all platform. And I just pray that y'all keep it up, and y'all be really blessed. To um, you know, y'all never know who's listening, or or who y'all might reach with this information. So definitely keep at it, and yeah, I'm 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 real. just humble i'm happy well we
0: thank you well thank you well thank you everyone for tuning in to let's talk about a girl podcast today you have been listening to brie and Juan and kiera on information about polygamy don't forget to check out our instagram page that we just made it is at let's talk about a girl podcast as well as the facebook page let's talk about a girl podcast And also, don't forget to check out our website at chattingwiththegirls.weekly.com.